Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another super awesome mix. We're going to pick up where we left off last week with part two of our best of 2022. Enjoy. All right, and welcome back. Um, We're just going to roll right into track 13, and it is your pick, and it is Drive, Drive, Drive by Jake Swamp and the Pine. Yeah, Drew, who we found out is not named Jake, is uh, was on the show yes. recently. <laughs> And he was just such a great guest. Um, he was awesome. And uh, their debut album is coming out very soon um, called Simpson and Banks. And uh, this was kind of the the second single that came out. So I didn't want to just go right back to Empty Stomach and Bloodshot Eyes, which we had you know highlighted on the new music mix. Um, I just thought this was a great, this was a great driving song, which I, I realized could be a mix of its own right? Like driving songs. Um, yes, and I've totally. Been, I've been on a number of like cross country road trips. And so I thought this was really cool. The time I was doing a lot of those cross country road trips, I need even, I didn't even have a smartphone necessarily. So I like literally had like a map that I was just kind of following roads uh, to, yeah. you know, to kind of get around. Um, and, you know, you don't really have like a cell phone even at that point. Like at least, you know, you're going to lose service pretty quickly if you are outside of a city. So, you know, he talks about kind of turning his phone off before taking a drive. But I was like, I didn't even really have service on my phone. So I would just kind of drive. <laughs> and so anyway, I think right. it just for me harkened back to those times. And uh, I just thought it was a really well done, really great song. Hey, and if you're still struggling with service, check out T-Mobile. They have some of the best coverage. <laughs> See T-Mobile? We could easily pull it off, okay? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> easily. You know, we just like to test out ad reads right there just to let our, our listeners know if, if you're working in, in these businesses, we got you. We're good. No, but this is um this is a really great track. And I, I love that call out about the turning off the phone and disconnecting and driving. Um, and like you're saying, like some of us have been alive at a time when that wasn't even necessary because you didn't you might not even had a phone, much less needed to turn it off. Right, so. right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just love, like, it's so catchy when he sings, like, all I got to do is drive, drive, drive. And then the instrumentation comes in and stuff. It's great. And, you know, plus one to having him as a guest. That was so much fun. Really enjoyed talking to him about his music. Yeah, he was great. Um, now on the opposite end of the spectrum, we, we just had one guest, you know, not as well known first album, you know, uh, you know, kind of making his way up. Your next pick, you went with uh, what's going to be the biggest album maybe ever. I don't know. You go with Antihero by Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, the, the woman who broke Ticketmaster. Um, she is <laughs> such a force in music. Incredible. Um, and I feel like Jen would stop being friends with us, with me specifically, if I didn't put Taylor Swift on, on the best of the year. <laughs> This is a song, funny enough, that the chorus of, you know, or not the chorus, but the line, you know, hi, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me, has been such an earworm for me. I wake up, like, singing that to myself almost every single day ever since I've heard this song because it just sticks. And, of course, it's being used in a lot of TikToks and, like, you know, used very cleverly with that. 
Um, but then, you know, I, I think it might be literally problematic because I'm wondering if I'm just reinforcing, like, I'm the problem. I'm the problem. Every single morning I'm waking up, if that's the first thing that I'm saying to myself, <laughs> I'm like affirming this is this, this is not good self-speak, you know, like <laughs> I found myself being like, no, I'm not the problem. I'm okay. Everything is fine. So that's been really funny. Um, but yeah, you know, like it's, yeah, her album's great. It's another one, another huge success. Uh, I've listened to it a number of times and really enjoyed it. This one obviously is probably one of the largest off of off of it. I just love the line. Um, Did you hear my covert narcissism? I disguise as altruism, like some kind of congressman. I just really think that the way she delivers that is so perfect, like in her timing and, and how she sings it. Um, and so I just, that line always just makes you smile every single time I listen to it. But yeah, love love this album. I've listened to it a lot. Yeah, she's she's such a great songwriter. I mean, we've talked about her both on this show and on on Jen's show as well. So we have sung her praises. Obviously, it's a massive album. Here's what I thought about while I was listening to this. I was like, well, okay, this album's going to win every Grammy, right? But then mm-hmm. I look up the 2023 Grammy nominations, and they essentially had already been done by the time this album came out. So she's going to win every Grammy in 2024. So like, (laughs) like it's 18 months from now. Like I always think this is really weird when it comes to like Grammy nomination, because you're going to watch that show in like March and be like, okay, where's Taylor Swift? Like, shouldn't she be up here? Like what's going on? Right. And yeah, it's like, oh, no, no. See, the the period was for this time to this time. And she just missed the window. So, yeah. So it's going to be 18 months from now when she wins like. 15 Grammys or whatever she's going to win for this <laughs> right. for this album because you know it's going to be just every every single category. That that probably is not great for like every other talented musician who's going to release yes. music that is probably worthy of an award <laughs> right. because they're all the, the nomination committee is already like well our job's done it's yes, just T Swift straight done. straight it's just straight it's down ballot just yeah, yeah just hit <laughs> right. all Democrat and just move on right like get out of the voting <laughs> booth that's all they have to do hit Taylor Swift right. down the line and that that's all you have to do um, <laughs> oh that's rough yeah it's a tough one. Uh, well best of luck to everyone <laughs> in yeah year, all you, know? of the, you did great work you did great work yeah. you did we'll be listening to you. Um, track three, or sorry, this is not track three. This is track two, the B side, because I'm going to lose count here quickly. I don't know how to add. Um, and it is Stay With Me by Calvin Harris, Justin Timberlake, Halsley, and Pharrell Williams. So I gave this song the ultimate test, which is I played it for my kids. And I was like, right. all right, guys, what do you think? And I don't know, it took them all of five seconds to be like, we love this song. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Uh, such nice. a feel-good song. I mean, I just love the energy around it. And you've just got so many heavy hitters in the song. Like, again, I think when I put it on the original New Music Mix, I was like, this feels like cheating because, of course, it's going to be a great song. Um, but, right. you know, hey, if you're going to throw a New Year's party or any sort of party here near the end of the year, um, throw this out there. Because I don't think it got virtually – I have never heard it on the radio. So this was not like a big pop single. But trust me, you're going to throw it on and people are just going to, you know, they're just going to love it at whatever party you're throwing. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it got like as big of a play as, as you would imagine, but it is so catchy. I mean, just right out of the gate. You know, I think I said this last time, like the line, hey, it's a mess out there. Um, and the way that it that's delivered and then repeated, it's just it's so much fun. Um, this is definitely like 
kind of a joyful song, I'd say. I've been putting in a kind of my peppy, like upbeat, you know, positive vibes uh, playlist. So really enjoyed it. Good pick. All right. Your next pick. You went with Too Late Now by Wet Leg. Yeah. I mean, every time I I say they're... <laughs> every time without fail i'm always like i don't know why it still weirds me out it's a weird name but it's it's memorable it's memorable they're very memorable you know what they're up for a grammy they're up for best new artist so that's awesome you're gonna hear someone say wet leg on national tv soon enough (laughs) that's great um, so I have, you know, I love this album and this is funny. I don't know if, if you're like me listener slash Matt, sometimes there are albums where I will sit through and I will listen to it start to finish. And I'm like, cool, that was awesome. And then there are albums like this one where like, I will just come back to different songs on it for whatever reason. Like I will never have listened to it start to finish, but I'd be like, cool. I listened to this song like a whole bunch. Now I'm going to try a new song. And then I end up listening to that one a whole bunch. So that's how I've been like listening to this album this year. Um, and so the most recent song that I've discovered off of it and have just been obsessed with this is this one too late now. Um, because I had spent a lot of my time listening to Angelica and Shay's lounge and a bunch of these other ones that are also just equally fun, but the bridge is why I love this track so much. And so she sing, she's kind of like sing speaking where she says, now everything is going wrong. I think I changed my mind again. I'm not sure if this, this is a song. I don't even know what I'm saying. Everything is going wrong. And, you know, she repeats it. Um, I don't need no dating app to tell me if I look like crap, to tell me if I'm thin or fat, to tell me if I should shave my rat. I don't need no radio, no MTV, no BBC. I just need a bubble bath to set me on a higher path. So I just, again, like their lyrics are so clever and funny of like all these things of like, I don't need you to tell me all these things. I don't need this like junk you're trying to put in front of my face. Like I just want like something fun, like a bubble bath. Um, and again, like, I, yeah, I just love the, the kind of crazy nature of their lyrics and, and the way that they sing it. So that's why I keep coming back to this album. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I noted the same thing. It's about a minute 40 in and it shifts from this kind of melodic song to you're right. I wrote down, it was almost like a rap sort of in the middle of it. Right. right? It reminded me, the whole thing in some reminded me of something that, you know, Blondie might have come up with. Like Blondie was big in like Mm -hmm. early, early 80s, right? Like right around like 1980, 81. And that was kind of like she would do these little raps in between these like sort of melodic things. And so this seems like an updated version of that, which I thought was really cool. Um, I thought it worked really well, even though it was very, it's very different. Like they're a very different band, but I, I really like it. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in. And go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, it is very different. Um, all right, now a different kind of genre entirely. Um, a little whiplash here. We <laughs> This happens a couple of times <laughs> actually coming up. You went with The Greatest Day of My Life by Zach Bryan. Yeah, I had to put some country music on there, right? 
Um, this guy is from a small town in Oklahoma. And um, I, you know, this song, I listened to it once. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Then the more I listened to it, the more I was like, man, I love this song. Uh, there's a lyric, you know, years are just moments in a great big pile. She's there on the porch swing of my life. And, and I just thought, you know, one, that's a great way to put, you know, what, what, you know, memories are, right? Like kind of moments in a great big pile. And then, you know, he's clearly thinking back on somebody who's maybe not there, either from like a past relationship or someone passed away, you know, whatever it was. But, you know, in his mind, like she's still there. And, you know, the whole song is kind of him highlighting sort of good things in his day, you know, and, and he's kind of going through something is what I, I kind of took from it. Um, but he still kind of points out the good in his day. And like, I, I just kind of thought, you know what, every day could be the greatest day of your life, right? If you just sort of pick out the five good moments from your day, I mean, that, that could be a really good day. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was a, it was a really cool song. The more I listened to it, it really gave me a good, I don't know, good perspective on things. Yeah, I I agree with all of that. Honestly, it was funny because I wrote um, I wrote that same line that yours are just moments, you know, in a great big pile. I, I love that line that immediately stood out to me because I just think that that's such a great way to describe time sometimes where it's not it's not necessarily linear at all the way we remember it, it is just kind of like a big pile of things and, and you kind of dig through it and find little moments here and there. Um, but then I, you know, it's funny, I listened to this song and I found myself getting like a little emotional too. And and I never thought that would happen listening to a country song because normally I hear, I hear that <laughs> genre coming on and my brain just tries to exit itself. You know, it just needs to go somewhere else for a little while while the song is playing <laughs> and then come back. Um, but this one kept my attention and I was like, I, yeah, I, f I felt like a little emotional and I just never thought that would happen. So kudos to, you know, to Zach Bryan for bringing me on a trip here because um yeah i literally never thought that nice. was possible <laughs> nice i think the biggest thing i accomplished in 2022 is like I, I started to find country music that you could get into that that's what i feel is yeah one of my great right. accomplishments this year <laughs> you should be proud of that that's a big one because i went from hating it to tolerating it to now starting to kind of enjoy it yeah. so it's yeah. it's been a journey <laughs> Well, but I will say, like, I, I totally get that if you're not a country music fan and you just throw on, like, your local country music station, you're right. probably not going to like what's there, right? And now, you you may yeah. like some of it, right? But but even I don't necessarily like a lot of the stuff that gets radio play. So um, I, I get it when people say they don't like country music because a lot of it does, you know, when you talk to them, it's usually this category of music that I'm like, yeah, I don't really like that either, so... All right, so your next pick on our best of 2022, you went with Bularias by Rosalia. Yeah, or Rosalia. I Rosalia. Is, I, I think. Okay. Rosalia. Um, I might be wrong. I said that with such confidence. And <laughs> you, I, I did. <laughs> you did. But, you know, the first note I put on here is I think you are you are the show's Latin music expert. So that's why I didn't <laughs> Right, sure. Oh, that's terrifying if that's true. Um, I... This is this is like a kind of a dark horse album uh, for me because, you know, there's like a, a lot of my usual haunts of like rock and alt and, you know, um, uh, alternative or whatever, etc. But then, you know, I wanted to do something that was like super different. And this is definitely super different than what I normally listen to. But this album is so good. It is like 
so many different genres like mashed into one. It's kind of hard to describe her music. I, I almost view it sometimes as like experimental in nature because the way she just kind of moves through here. She has a track featuring The Weeknd, and it's actually, I almost picked that one for my best of the year because that one is also really good. But I just love this one because it's like the the dance, the life of, um, of a flamenco dancer. Um, and it's like the beat and the rhythm of the song coming through. And it's just, it's amazing. And it's like the, the story that she's telling, um, you know, the final lines here is to my family, to freedom, get out of my way, get out of my way, you get out of my way. And I love that of just this like story of someone being like, I'm, I'm going to go do what I want to do. Like everyone get out of my way, including my family. So <laughs> I, I just think again, like she's super talented. Um, she's definitely an artist to watch and, and kind of see like where she goes next. And, um, thankfully, like this, this album did get a lot of accolades and a lot of attention, which is how I, you know, kind of was first introduced to her. So very happy that I was, and I'm very curious to see what comes next from her. Yeah, the the first note I wrote is like this doesn't sound like anything else I've heard, which I think was awesome, right? Right. And then I translated yeah. the lyrics, and yeah, it's so empowering, which you don't. I, I said it almost as like something DJ Khaled would have put out. Right. Like, you know, it, yeah. I, if she had thrown in a we the best in Spanish, I would have been like, yep, <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. You are the best. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool, too, because you don't see that from a lot of female artists either. And so, um, yeah, I thought it was real. I mean, it sounds great. So even if you don't sit down and like just translate the lyrics, um, I think you'll appreciate the sound. But when I dug in a little bit, I was like, wow, this is this is really unique. Yeah, I, exactly. I love that. Um, her whole album is is something. It's a trip. Definitely try to listen to that, uh, like start to finish and, and just pay attention to it. Um, all right. Track 17 on the B-side or 19 um, in total. You went with Just, but most importantly, this is the Toy Selecta version, uh, of course, by Run the Jewels um, and LP and Killer Mike. Yeah, the new Run the Jewels album. I mean, just go and hit play on track one and then just sit back until it's over. I mean, it is yeah. incredible. And and one thing they did, you'll notice on this track and you notice throughout the album, they have a lot of like Latin beats behind the uh, behind the raps, which I thought worked mm -hmm. so well. And uh, I could have picked, I mean, I could have just picked the whole album. I mean, I really can't recommend it enough how much I enjoyed it. Um, but I picked this song, which I thought was so well done and, uh, just, I don't know. I just thought it was awesome. I mean, one lyric that stood out, the 13th amendment tells you slavery is abolished. Look at all these slave masters posing on my dollars, <laughs> which I was like, mm -hmm. that's pretty, that's, that's well done. It's, it's good wordplay, but it's also true. So, um, yes. yeah, thought it was, uh, <laughs> just really well done. I don't know. Loved it. Yeah. So, I mean, this album was was released like the the non-Spanish Mexican, I believe is a Mexican version of this, um, was released in 2020. And then and it was RTJ4. I think it was their fourth album. So this is RT4, RTJ4. Um, and so that's why it was so interesting to listen to like this song again, you know, two years later with that like Latin beat, it, like mixed in with it because it was like it was so strange to me to hear what is a really powerful protest album being mixed with what I would consider to be like traditional dance music, you know, at like a, it's like a wedding or something like that, but it works really well. But I just, there was so much dissonance the first time I was listening to this again, of just being like, wait a minute, this is not the version of the song. Like I angrily listened to back in 2020. <laughs> um, but, but you're right. Like the lyrics, like they work on top of it. And I just think it's so cool. And even this could be, you know, it's almost like, 
it's a very unique take on on their own music to kind of like flip it and have a bunch of of local musicians you know apply their their flavor to it as a way that they did um love run the jewels they always bring like the fire and the heat in their lyrics so you're absolutely right like the whole album is filled with lines like that where you're like oh my god that's so amazing that's so powerful like that alone could be an anthem so nice one all right your next pick you went with sugar man by regina specter yes um so another album i've talked uh, you know a number of times about I just wanted to pick a different track on it because this one I come back to just because I find it so catchy. Like it, it is just has like a very catchy beat to it. Um, and I just really like the line, you know, when they serve the tea, watch the sugar dissolve, just don't confusing sugar with love. And this really is just kind of telling the story of like someone who's, you know, kind of feeding you sugar and sugar is not always good for you. And, you know, not to confuse uh, sugar with love. So don't confuse like attention and adoration and whatever it is that they might be giving you with like actual love and caring and being nurtured. Um, and so, yeah, I just really like the kind of the the theme of this song, but the way she sings it again, like such a unique voice, such a beautiful one. And, and this is a very catchy one. So I just really have enjoyed this whole album start to finish as well. I thought this was really cool. How many different, she uses the word sugar in just like various ways, right? Because it's like there's the mm-hmm. actual, you know, you kind of get a reference to the actual uh, ingredients. And then there's kind of a cocaine reference, I think, in there. And then you kind of get the sugar daddy reference, the sugar man, like right. sugar. Like the, it just seemed like a really cool exploration of the word. I, I really like that wordplay in the lyrics and, and how that's used in different ways. And exactly right. Like it could be really sweet, but it could also be something, you know, harmful at the same time. So, um, yeah, I, I really appreciated how the uh, how the song was constructed here. That's awesome. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that part of it, but you're absolutely right. She uses it in a bunch of different ways. Um, and <laughs> I really like that. All right. Uh, track nine on the B side, 21 in total. We see again a great pick from earlier this year, Training Montage by the Mountain Goats. Yeah. Um, the more I listen to the song, because I've listened to it a ton since I put it on the new music mix, because it's now on like my running mix as well. Um, mm-hmm. This this might be my song of the year. <laughs> I just think nice. it's so good because, um, you know, again, it, it's describing a training montage from a movie in a song that can be used for a training montage. So I, I <laughs> yes. love the unique nature of it and it just sounds great. So it, it's perfect for any sort of workout mix you might be thinking of putting together Um and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just keep coming back to it. And I'm like, man, I just love this song. And so, yeah, th- this might be my song of the year. That's so cool. I love that. I haven't thought about what my song of the year is. I, I need to put some thought into that. But my favorite line of this one, as I said last time, it's still true today, is feels like it takes forever. It's maybe five minutes on screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and something you just said, you know, the fact that like you're using this to like work out to, I can relate to that because sometimes you're like, okay, I must be like an hour and a half into this run. <laughs> right. right. And you look at your watch and you're like, you're like five minutes into it. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> so i get that i get that that's great (laughs) great track i love the mountain goats um all right track 10 uh on this side but track 22 overall you've got tonight by phoenix and ezra koenig or phoenix featuring ezra koenig i guess it should be yes uh from vampire weekend um 
And right, I think this one was an exact pick from mine from earlier this year and just wanted to bring it back up again because I love this mashup between the two. Like I love the, you know, Thomas Mars and Ezra coming together to sing. I think their voices are so complimentary. And as I mentioned, I think earlier this year, there was you know, a time in my life where basically the only two musicians I would listen to were Phoenix and Vampire Weekend, like their <laughs> albums, like back to back to back to back. Like I had a playlist of just their albums kind of mushed together. Um, and so for both of them to come together on a single recording is so cool and it works really well and brings me back to a very happy time in my life. Um, you know, I think it was like 2009, 2010 ish, whenever I started to really get into them. Um, and so, yeah, it just a lot of, it's a, you know, time capsule song for sure for me. Um, and I'm not even really, again, this is, this isn't a category of things where I keep trying to read the lyrics and try to understand what on earth they're talking about. And for some reason I just can't, I, I don't really know what they're talking about, <laughs> which happened a lot for me for vampire weekend songs too. <laughs> um, you know, it's just something about the Northeast or so about a person or a relationship. I don't know. I don't care. I just like how it sounds. I'm just putting that in this category. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, I love this one. It sounded so like 80s from the start of it, right? Like I had a really 80s vibe mm -hmm. to it. Uh, the vocals really aren't like 80s at all. Obviously, it sounds like Phoenix and Vampire Weekend, right? <laughs> and so, uh, but I thought it was like kind of a cool transition. Like they put this sort of 80s skin on and kind of their music is, is what I almost uh, felt like. But um, yeah, I didn't dig deep into the lyrics here either. I just really enjoyed the track though. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, like as much as we talk about lyrics, I, I just want to make it again known to people. Like if you just like the sound of a song, great, great. enjoy There's it. Nothing wrong, <laughs> nothing wrong with There's that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But look for our look for our everything's problematic mix that we're going to make. That's just going to ruin 12 songs for you. Okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Um, home stretch here to round out season two. You've got appropriately called The Last Dance by St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Yeah. So um, these guys came through Dallas not long after I had listened to their latest album, which this is on. Um, and I get to see them. I think they might have they might have opened up with this song. Um, but it's uh, I mean, they're such a high energy band and. I mean, it, it was an incredible show. I mean, their lead singer, he, he was like walking through the audience and like climbing on things and doing and like he hit so many like crazy notes while he's sort of navigating through the, you know, venue that we were at. And I think tickets cost like 20 bucks to see them this year. And so everybody out there, like, just go and see these guys live because they're incredible and do it now while the tickets are like 20 bucks, because in 12 months, they'll probably be like 100 bucks, uh, or if not more. Um, and not because of inflation, yeah. just because these guys are that good. I, I think these guys are going to be huge. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, just totally worth it from a live show perspective. So I wanted to want to can emphasize that like bring this song back because you should listen to this and the rest of the album but also talk about um what a great live performance it was that's awesome yeah i love bands that put on really really strong performances it's it's truly a different like skill set a different type of talent um and some bands have it others don't but it's really fun when when they check all those boxes of, of great music which these guys have and then also great performers so really nice yeah i love the line of just like i don't care if people watching me and they think I'm kind of strange, lose myself in music, feel it, feel it, feel it. You know, that's definitely a theme of, of a lot of what we talk about of just like, 
be yourself. Have fun with it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, whatever it is you're listening to. And we cover all sorts of music here. So, um, yeah, but whatever it is that you're into, just enjoy it. Um, All right, here it is. Last track. Okay. Last track of the uh, best of 2022. And you came strong with this one. You picked United in Grief by Kendrick Lamar. Yes, I'm, I'm realizing maybe my ordering should have not ended on such a like downer note. Um, <laughs> but you know, what? that's okay. Sometimes, sometimes a year is just going to end that way. You know, this definitely fits in the theme of like thinking back of just kind of dealing with a lot and all the different ways that we deal with a lot and deal with grief and deal with suffering and, and you know, big tree, big T trauma, little T trauma, like all the different things that kind of come up in our life. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, he, he sings here like the titles United in Grief, but then he keeps saying that like everybody grieves different. And I just think that that's also a really interesting juxtaposition of like, you know, we might all be grieving, but we're all dealing with it in different ways. And um, and maybe even through the differences, that's how we're united. And I think that that's like another powerful theme. But what I also really love about, you know, Kendrick Lamar is he's one of these, you know, there's like a handful of artists now where whenever they release an album, the whole internet kind of like holds its breath for it, right? Like Mm, they're all waiting for this new album to drop. And it becomes, I mean, my Instagram feed for Super Awesome Mix is overrun with like Kendrick Lamar, like reactions and posts and this and that, like, you know, Taylor Swift is another one, Beyonce is another one, Drake is, is another one, like. Um, but I think Kendrick might be one of the largest of all of them because everyone just appreciates truly what a talent he is and, and his like masterful rapping and his lyrics and and even just the way he releases albums. There's not as much fanfare as like some of the others. He's just like I think he's doing it truly for the art of it all. Um, and so I think that's why he gets like a lot of credit. But absolutely beautiful song um, and just very powerful and, and one that I listened to a whole lot this year. Yeah, this was this was an incredible track. I mean, you almost have this like jazz trio kind of opening things up a little bit and then sort of midway through when he gets into the rapping and and it's just like this unbelievable string of lyrics that it's mm-hmm. like how is he how is he doing this, right? And it just goes on for so long and uh so just you can kind of physically appreciate that, right? Like just being able to to hold that hold up like that and, and get through all those words. Right. Um, but then also just listening to the lyrics. I mean, it's incredible. So yeah, and you're exactly right. He's definitely one of those guys who's going to stop down everything when a new album comes out. And, um, yeah, he and, he and Taylor Swift definitely had those moments this year. Yes, for sure. Well, there you have it. Okay. The last super awesome mix of 2022. Okay. The second half of the best of 2022, um, and that is a wrap on our season two of Super Awesome Mix. So like we said at the beginning, um, the next two weeks are going to be a couple of our best uh, episodes from this past year. And then we're going to come back first week of January with a whole new episode for season three of Super Awesome Mix. But um, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen. Please rate, review the podcast, give us some five stars so other people can find it. Or just send the podcast to your friends and have them share it with other friends so we can continue doing this and uh, continue making mixes. So, so Samer, thanks for a great season, too. Yeah, thank you. This is always a pleasure. All right. So we're going to take a little break, but then get right back to making more super awesome mixes. So for Samer, this is Matt, and we will see you next time.
Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCo.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCo.com. 